I had 20 seconds, maybe less, until I had to say goodbye to him. Slinging my backpack over my right shoulder for what was possibly the seventh time in five minutes, I coughed discreetly to cover my displeasure. The guy huddled on the hall floor opposite me glared before returning to his book. When the door opened, my stomach flipped. Casey Davis flounced out, twirling a strand of hair and sucking pointedly on a lollipop. I frowned at her. She was always so flirtatious, and while we probably shared the same fantasy, there was no way I could compete with her pronounced cleavage and hip-swing saunter. Her heavily lined eyes didn't even flick to me when she passed, but I didn't care. I was too nervous. Fiona? There it was, that voice I'd imagined only too often during quiet hours alone in my dorm. It was deep and smooth like expensive dark rum. The sensational sound was almost immediately accompanied by an Adonis of a vision. Tall, gifted with good metabolism and bearing facial features that could have been sculpted, he placed a foot outside the doorframe and smiled at me. Good God, I could die happy. Yes, I faltered, hitching my backpack on my shoulder once more before following his extended hand into his office. He closed the door behind me. My eyes struggled to adjust in the dimness of the early evening sunset. I wondered briefly why he hadn't turned any lights on yet. I slid into one of the student desks as he strode to his chair and took a seat. Even in the dim room, he was breathtaking. I was very pleased with your paper, he commented lightly, shifting through various folders and pulling out what I recognized as my essay. Your analysis on Mein Kampf was very stimulating. Stimulating? What an interesting choice of words. Thank you, Professor, I mumbled, dropping my eyes to my knotted fingers. I heard his chair squeak and his wrists thump faintly on the desk. When he spoke, his smile was evident in his voice. Fiona, he said kindly, it's almost the end of the semester and you won't call me Joshua as I requested. Professor makes me sound so old. I'm sorry, Pro... Joshua, I said. I chanced a look at him. His gaze was firmly on my face and I immediately felt a flush rise into my cheeks. I silently praised the darkness. He got to his feet, shoved the chair back into the wall with his calves and ran at the desk to where I sat. My paper was in his hand. Oh, his hands looked so strong and capable and he held it out to me. I took it obligingly. Thanks, I said quietly. You were a great student to have this semester, Fiona, he told me. My blush deepened. The way he spoke about me and to me was borderline reverent. I'm going to miss the way you look up at me through your lashes when I call on you. I couldn't have possibly have heard him right. What he had said sounded like it had come right out of one of those classic romances we'd had to read for class. Not like something my captivating English professor would say to mousy me. But when I chanced an embarrassed look up at him, he didn't appear to have any reservations about his statement. Yes, he said softly, 
like that. Before I could filter the thought in my head, it spilled from my mouth. But what about Casey Davis? I spluttered. My entire face immediately felt feverish with mortification. His brows knitted together in confusion. What about Casey Davis? I don't, I mean, this couldn't possibly get any worse. Understanding surged into his eyes, and I could see him try and hold back an amused smile. Casey Davis is just Casey Davis, he said. She's just another student, but you. His voice trailed off, but my interest in his thoughts spiked. I held his gaze, hoping against hope that he'd finish his sentence. You can't train a Casey Davis, he said quietly.